This is Plant-Based Briefing, Dying Traditions, The Truth About Thanksgiving Turkey, Part 1, by Hope Bohannock at freefromharm.org, posted at all-creatures.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on the myriad of reasons to live vegan, with permission, in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is a bit longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I'm reading part one today, and part two will be tomorrow. It's from all-creatures.org. They're a great website full of lots of information. They curate content from others as well, and they have such a wide range of information. They also have a free guide called What to Eat When You Don't Eat Animals, Menus and Ideas to Inspire People Who Want to Eat As If Life is Precious. It's got all kinds of information for people who are curious about living a cruelty-free lifestyle but have no idea where to start. It includes shopping secrets, dining out, vegan alternatives, and grocery stores. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but you can also find it at all-creatures.org. And today's article is written by Hope Bohannock. She has an amazing podcast called Hope for the Animals that I highly recommend. It's one of my favorites. And she's been active in animal protection and environmental activism for 30 years. And she's published a book called The Ultimate Betrayal is Their Happy Meat. She's also executive director of Compassionate Living. And she heads up the Humane Hoax Project and the Ahimsa Living Project. And I'm honored to work with Hope and learn so much from her as a member of the Humane Hoax Project team. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Dying Traditions, The Truth About Thanksgiving Turkey, Part 1, by Hope Bohannock at freefromharm.org, posted at all-creatures.org. Quote, Immorality sanctified by tradition is still immorality, unquote. Bernard E. Rollin. Tradition, we hold on to it like the railing on top of the Grand Canyon, like those 10 extra pounds we just can't let go. Traditions can be important to a society. They shape who we are. But every culture's traditions must be scrutinized by each successive generation for ethical and moral flaws. Throughout history, many traditions that were once considered natural and normal for generations were eventually deemed outdated, cruel, or simply no longer necessary. Some traditions are positive and make society stronger and more stable, but some have proven to weaken our character, damage our health and our spirit, and are cruel to others. The tradition that we must scrutinize today is the merciless killing of billions of farmed animals, and particularly poignant this month, the Thanksgiving turkey. The Norman Rockwell image of family coming together on the fourth Thursday of November with a huge dead bird on a platter is rooted in our psyche as the epitome of tradition. It's as if Thanksgiving wouldn't be the same without the globular, barren belly of an avian carcass smack in the middle of the family dining table. But what was traditionally seen simply as quote-unquote food by older generations requires deeper reflection and examination with new eyes. The deceased turkey lying exposed on her back with feathers ripped from her body, decapitated, limbs severed, and organs ripped from her belly through her anal cavity, certainly suffered a horrible fate, along with millions of others of her kind. Hiding behind tradition and masking violence with the euphemism of gratitude does nothing to ease the turkey's misery. Bending Traditions To contemporary societies, established traditions seem consistent, continuous, and interminable, but they can actually be quite fleeting and malleable. 
Some traditions we believe are as old as the hills are in fact fairly recent developments. The tradition of giving an engagement ring to a betrothed started less than a century ago in 1938 as a marketing scheme by a diamond company. But now, few eager potential spouses would be able to get away with a marriage proposal without presenting a ring, or the answer may not likely be favorable. There are some traditions from our recent past that do have ancient origins, such as a hopeful husband acquiring matrimonial permission from a potential bride's father and the daughter's family negotiating with the dowry. We would of course see this today as incredibly demeaning to the woman and recognize that she has the right to choose her own spouse and her own destiny. But just as recently as the late 19th century, this tradition was thriving among the upper and middle class, even in the United States. Yet, society eventually deemed this practice old-fashioned and even came to see it as shameful that a young woman would be treated as a piece of property to be exchanged, so the tradition fell out of favor and has fortunately vanished. Of course, racism has been a strong tradition in the United States, and many would argue that institutions such as slavery were inextricable to U.S. economic development. At one time, tradition was considered a persuasive argument in favor of slavery and other forms of cultural and institutional racism. It took the courage of strong, ethical people to fight the traditional aspects of this brutal practice. With this fight came the recognition that tradition provided inadequate justification to commit atrocities against others. Of course, slavery is still present around the world, even in the United States, but it is illegal, considered reprehensible by mainstream society, and not practiced for the sake of tradition. The Traditional Turkey As the reality of the plight of farmed animals comes to light, the ethical ramifications of this traditional mainstay holiday feature must become the subject of scrutiny. Turkeys are packed into long windowless buildings by the thousands. Much like chickens bred for their meat, turkeys are overcrowded on floor systems and forced to live in their own waste. Breathing ammonia fumes and irritating dust causes them to develop respiratory diseases, ulcerated feet, blistered breasts, and ammonia-burned eyes and throats. Turkeys have been bred to grow so fast and to become so heavy that their bones are too weak to support their weight. They suffer from leg deformities, arthritis, and joint pain just in their first few months of life, resulting in lameness so severe that they are sometimes forced to walk on their wings to reach food and water. Induced to grow too large too fast, turkeys raised for food develop congestive heart and lung diseases, accompanied by engorged coronary blood vessels, distended fluid-filled heart sacs, abdominal fluid, and enlarged congested livers. Turkeys go to slaughter at a very young age, some as young as 12 weeks, but never more than 6 or 7 months old. They never see their first birthday, even though they can live to be 20 years old or more. They are violently handled and carried upside down by their legs to the transport trucks. Jammed in crates, they travel without food, water, or weather protection to the slaughterhouse. No U.S. laws regulate the treatment of turkeys, chickens, ducks, or other birds during handling, transport, or slaughter. You just listened to Dying Traditions, The Truth About Thanksgiving Turkey, Part 1, by Hope Bohannock at freefromharm.org, hosted at all-creatures.org. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host. And tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article where Hope discusses humanely raised and free-range turkeys and how they differ or don't from traditionally raised turkeys, 
as well as ways to start a new tradition and host a vegan Thanksgiving dinner for family and friends that's built around compassion. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and thanks for listening.